0: Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 234 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we conclude our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials studying the book of Proverbs and Ecclesiastes uh, in the week of August the 29th uh, to September the 4th. And today, we're going to focus in the book of Ecclesiastes, specifically uh, in the section uh, chapters 1 to 3 and chapter 12, looking at how mortal life is temporary. So, as I've mentioned previously in a, in a previous episode this week, the book of Ecclesiastes is a much more grounded view of uh, mortality, whereas the book of Proverbs talks about Uh, Ideals and things to live towards or look towards and try and do and become in this life and try and develop ourselves in doing. Um, The book of Ecclesiastes does do that and we'll see a couple of examples today but it's more focused on how life is a bit more complex, a bit more grey than the black and white that is presented in the book of Proverbs and how um, it can be difficult at times uh, in life when we... um, recognize the difficulties that happen and how fleeting it is. Um, In verse 2 for example uh, of Ecclesiastes 1 it says, vanity of vanities save the preacher, vanity of vanities all is vanity. Now this is interesting because this is what we believe and um, Elder Uchtdorf certainly attributes uh, this part of Ecclesiastes to King Solomon. Later in chapter 1 it talks about how he was the king of Israel Uh, And he sought wisdom, which, of course, Solomon did. So it can lead us to thinking this is King Solomon. Um, And in fact, in verse one, it says the words of the preacher, the son of David, king in Jerusalem. So, I mean, that pretty much triangulates everything down to it being Solomon. Um, Elder Uchdorf says this about what he just said. uh, Quote, this man who had it all ended up disillusioned, pessimistic and unhappy despite everything he had going for him. There is a word in German, weltschmerz. Loosely defined, it means a sadness that comes from brooding about how the world is inferior to how we think it ought to be. Perhaps there is a li- little weltschmerz in all of us. When a silent sorrows creep into the corners of our lives, when sadness saturates our days and casts deep shadows over our nights, when tragedy and injustice enter the world around us, including in the lives of those we love, when we journey through our own personal and lonely path of misfortune and pain darkens our stillness and breaches our tranquility we might be tempted to agree with solomon that life is vain and devoid of meaning Close quote. life does throw difficult things life does make it tricky uh, to be able to have this positive faithful hopeful outlook in our lives because there is difficult things that happen And also, we see how short life really is uh, when we look at it. Um, Solomon points this out in verse 4, for example. He says, One generation passeth away, and another generation cometh, but the earth abideth forever. We also see it when he says um, this uh, There is no remembrance of former things, neither shall there be any remembrance of things that are to come with those that shall come, come after. Um, this idea that life moves on and we will be forgotten uh, in in the world, uh, which is not, again, you know, the most hopeful you know imp- uh, thing about uh, mortality, that of what goes on on this earth. Now, of course, we are to remember to look with an eternal perspective, and I think that that's uh, what's missing here, perhaps, uh, in some of these um, sentiments. And perhaps we may feel like this at times, and that's okay, because Solomon, who had great wisdom, felt like this as well, uh, which I think we can take some comfort in, uh, knowing that uh, this is a, a perfectly normal feeling to have. This feeling continues in Ecclesiastes 2. I'm not going to read all of it, so we are running short on time, only five minutes left or so, and we've got a few more chapters to cover, but... Um, basically he lists a number of things that he had as, as a King of Israel, he had a lot of things. Um, he talks about servants and the pools of water he has in the gardens and many other things like that. And then in verse 11, he says, then I looked on all the works that my hands had wrought and on the labor that I'd labored to do and behold, all was vanity and vexation of spirits. And there was no profit under the sun, um, so, yeah, it, it, again, another reminder uh, that we need to focus on, of course, temporal things are important. I mean, particularly as we are living in a world today where financially and, and in other areas like that, things are becoming a bit tighter, um, particularly in this country and in countries nearby, uh, in, in Europe, but I'm sure it's uh, you know reflected in other places as well, that there is a squeeze happening with with temporal things. But um, those temporal things are there to support and enable us and our families to live and to have the things that we need to be able to live happily and and comfortably as well. Outside of that, uh, we need to look at the eternal perspective of things, the things that will help us to develop ourselves and become closer to our Saviour and the great sacrifice that he made for us. In verse 13, Solomon says, Then I saw that wisdom excelleth folly, as far as light excelleth darkness, um, he recognised that there was importance in seeking wisdom rather than seeking for things of this world and things that are fleeting uh, because that will help him to develop more, far more than anything else. And that is uh, something that we should be able to take on board as well. But of course, as he points out in chapter 3, it doesn't mean that therefore all we need to do is become... Um, you know, this cut-off, isolated individual that, whose only focus is to build a relationship with the saviour, there, there is importance in our lives to have other things going on. Um, and that is part of mortality, again, is to have a mixture of things that we do. Uh, a variety to develop us in chapter 3 verse 1 we read again the well known part of Ecclesiastes which is all about to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven and of course we know that goes on to talk about a time to plant, a time to pluck up a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down, a time to break up and many other examples uh, that we see in this chapter Um, President Thomas S. Monson said about this quote uh, such is true in our lives. Let us provide time for family, time for work, time for study, time for service, time for recreation, time for self, but above all, time for Christ. Then our house will be a house of order. Close quote. As he says, as long as we have the Saviour as a central part of our lives, as we should have a focus on him and an insurance that we are seeking to develop our relationship with him, then everything else can fall into place, and there is time for uh, time for recreation. There is time just to be able to do something that we enjoy for ourselves. There should be at least. Um, of course, we need to make sure we serve, we look after our family, and we and we do our work. And I'm sure that many people will feel like that. You know, after time, when you take out the time that we have for work, when you take out the time that we have for. Um, our families and when you take out the time where we're doing something for service whether it's our church callings or something else there isn't any time left um and that may well be true or that may be how you feel how we feel right now uh, but it's important that we do take some time to for ourselves to do something which uh we enjoy uh, and that is wise counsel again uh, from from solomon here uh, in the book of ecclesiastes um that really brings us to the end of what I wanted to talk about, because in chapter twelve um, he talks about how at death the spirit will return to God um, and that and we've spoken about what he says at the conclusion of it to fear God and keep his commandments, as is the whole duty of man so Ecclesiastes is this is this troubled book of a person who has a lot of things but realizes that you know, there is, there's not much point in many, in many of it. And it does bring across this feeling of, like uh, Elder Huckdorf said, this weltschmerz, uh, which um, can be at times a little troubling to us, perhaps we think, oh, well, what is the point? But of course, when we remember uh, that, as he says, you know, there is importance in seeking wisdom and, and coming closer to our saviour, um, or coming closer to, to the Lord, as he says, um, then we can remember that we have a great blessing in this life to be able to uh, develop, to grow and to become uh, more like our Heavenly Father. That is the purpose why we're here. And uh, the book of Ecclesiastes is good in the sense that it helps remind us that things are not easy and it's okay to have things that are not easy because that is what we will all have. Um, And if we're not going through a time of difficulty right now, or we've not had a big time of difficulty in our lives, congratulations to you and I'm sure that will come at some point in whatever way it manifests itself but um, this has uh, been a useful study on this book so thank you so much uh, for studying with us this today and indeed this week join us tomorrow as we uh, take a pause from our come follow me study and we uh, study something else uh, we share any listener comments we've had and on that note please do share anything you've studied and any listener comments that you have or feedback on the Facebook group or you can email Session at gmail.com Thank you so much for your time and until we meet again.